Reckless Review The Authentic Podcast by Toxic Bitcoin Maximalists for Toxic Bitcoin Maximalists. Subscribe now. Welcome! <laughs> Welcome to Reckless Review. Which episode is it now? I've, I really have no idea. We, we made too many, I lost count. Yeah, but I think it's episode 9. And do you know that I promised our fans that we will only ever have 21 episodes? I heard that. I don't think you can really you know offer those kind of guarantees why not because i can fork you <laughs> no if this is this is the social contract of reckless review there will only ever be 21 episodes we can have like um we can make a very long one the last one is very long yeah yeah we could have long 10 ones. hours yeah 10 hour episode and then just have mini blocks for uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah exactly okay so this is maybe what we'll do but anyway this is episode nine and this time we have no guests um finally i mean i was tired yeah of i mean a, a lot of people wanted to they always talk to over you this episode what's that they always talk over you yeah they always talk over me and then people are complaining that the audio isn't synced which is impossible because we have great audio we have great audio engineers uh so this is not possible so yeah, so no more uh, no more guests. We know everything anyway. We don't need, we don't need anyone guests. else. Okay, let's let's look at the, the the subject list for today. We we do prepare before we start recording. Um, a little bit. Usually weeks ahead. <laughs> so, um, well, let's start with something serious. Are you are you on the tap taproot review study group, Lawrence? Um, not really. From far, I know you're not from far away. I mean, I look from far away. I didn't so, have the time to dedicate. So what, what they're doing, I think it's the first time that anyone did something, you know, of the scale. Um, well, actually, so I heard that yeah. they expected, uh, you know, maybe a dozen people or two dozen people. and, and A thousand? Yeah, or hundreds of, yeah. I heard that hundreds of, and they had to reorganize and, and change a little bit their plans, uh, you know, in because order to handle. too small? Well, one thing is managing a group of 10 people or 20 people. And another thing is yeah. managing a group of thousands of people. So I think they split into sub-studies or, you know, sub-research. Yeah, so there are, uh, I'm looking at the file. There are like about 20 groups and each of them seems to have about, I don't know, 10 people. So that's like 200 more or less. That's, yeah, that's nice. 200 people is nice. So for anyone who doesn't know what, what the, what the study group for the taproot review is. And, and I think it's the first time they did anything at this scale. Basically the idea is, um, that the taproot proposal is kind of forming up and I guess we want as many people as possible to review it, but approaching these reviews is kind of difficult sometimes. Uh, Definitely if someone never did it before. So the idea is to kind of form groups that would try to review the, the proposal together. Um, I'm quickly like looking at the groups here. It seems like most groups have some people who are very experienced and some people who are probably newer to this. And so this way it's supposed to be kind of balanced. Um, yeah, it's a diff it's an interesting approach. I, I don't know about many other, you know, other efforts like it. I think that 
certainly for SegWit, which was the last soft fork. Um, I don't think there was this kind of involvement in it. I think it's really good. I mean, I, I always thought that one of the reasons that people were probably really kind of pissed off about SegWit was that they weren't involved until it was kind of too late in the technical process, you know? So they didn't know what was, so, you know, a lot of businesses and whatever, they, they weren't really part of the, the, the process because they didn't make themselves part of the process. And then when they found out about, find out about it, they, they kind of had, I don't know, their own, they weren't up to speed, so they didn't know what to, to expect and so on. Um, so I think if there's this attempt to get people involved early on, then it could be very useful. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is necessarily, um, you know, uh, a modus operandi of uh, of the various proposals. I, I think, you know, just some people decided to get together and and organize this. Um, and, uh, you know, it, for, for Segwit, that happened too. It's just that not as many people... Um, I think decided to, to get together and, and it wasn't as public perhaps or you know the, there wasn't this uh, this drive perhaps I, I'm not sure but I remember you know watching things in, in the mailing list as well as IRC and uh, uh, I remember being a couple of test nets and, uh, and you know trying to integrate with those and it didn't oh, yeah. really take that much um, yeah, but and but, but you're special. Nah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm I, mean, I mean, you, you're right that there was a, a bit of a higher barrier, um, but you know, may, maybe at, at the time, not not as many people were as interested. Um, yeah, exactly. So I'll, I'll rephrase that. That's it's not that I think that there was such a high barrier back then. I think that people just you know weren't interested and didn't involve themselves. You did, but I think a lot of people didn't. So this kind of outreach so you see this with um with many other things bitcoin optech now and other things too but, but you also see this uh, happening with CoinJoin. you see this happening yeah. with full node you see this happening with uh, lots of uh, you know improvements or you know um more wide acceptance of uh of things you know dynamic right. fees uh, and, and replacement and you know native segwit so on and so forth yep. yeah yeah yeah, that's true. I mean, as, as as long as there's more like, I feel like there's a lot more outreach now to, to businesses, to developers, to whatever, to, to try to interest people in getting involved. So that should be helpful. Yep. I'm optimistic. I don't know. Do you think that anyone would have any reason to like, not like Taproot? Well, not that I know of. I'm, I'm sure there's some people that uh, would have given priority to other things, or but ultimately, you know, people work on what they're interested in, and uh, I think people naturally uh, follow interesting ideas that ultimately get, um, you know, iterated over and uh, evolve. And they start incorporating sub ideas or improvements from many people, and and in general, you know, it, it, it's not like someone is saying we do this before we do anything else. It's more mm -hmm. like everyone ultimately got uh, around, you know, uh, agreeing this is the first step or this is the most interesting yeah. step we can do at this time with the information we have. Um, 
so yeah, I don't, I don't really see, um, you know, as much opposition as perhaps we saw with, uh, with the sum of segments. Yeah. Do you? Uh, no, I don't expect. Have you seen any so far? No, I haven't. And I mean, um, one thing that, I mean, I think one thing that was pretty special, pretty unique in a bad way about SegWit was that it had this very weird process where there was the entire technical process of it, of kind of getting it to, to a place where developers were happy about it. And then suddenly a lot of people had like, um, I don't know, didn't like it. And it's not like they didn't like a specific part of it. They, it's not like they said, okay, maybe let's change this parameter or maybe let's change this. It was like, okay, all of this work that you've done, just throw it away. We don't want it. Which is a, it's just a weird order to, to go through. But who didn't um, want it? And, and, the, and the reasoning behind oh, it, sure, I sure. think, was sure, the, the, political sure, rather than Sure, technical. yeah, it, it was completely political. And, and actually, I don't, you know, I wasn't... I was I was okay with the compromise, but I wasn't really happy with the you know the size increase because that wasn't necessarily done because it was needed, but because to to to, to please or you know yep. to and I'm not sure that was the right necessarily the right call. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Yeah, um, one interesting comment from uh, AJ Towns who's helping to organize the, the, the study groups. So when he's kind of explaining what you should look for when reviewing something, he's saying uh, that, you know, his recommendation is to look at the, at, at the proposal and try to understand it and find ways to make it better, but not really make your feedback about whether you like it or not like it, whether you want it to be accepted or not. This is not as interesting because probably what everyone should be thinking of is, okay, this might, you know, this might not get accepted even though I like it, or it might get accepted even though I don't like it. So at least let's first talk about what can be better about it, regardless. Or at least the reason you want it. behind why you yeah. don't like it, uh, because the nature could be yeah. technical, right? Sure. I mean, you'd hope so. Sure. Um, so yeah, I think that, you know, a lot of people kind of view this in, in this... Um, kind of look at this as do I like it or not? Is this should we wander it in or not? But the truth is that there are like specifics to talk about. Um, that's probably more interesting than just saying yes, yes or no about something. But yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's there doesn't seem to be a reason right now for people to not want it in. Not not a political reason either. I don't think so. But I, I don't think anyone's talking about deployment yet. Um, so, like, BIP 9, BIP 8, whatever, some, some way to deploy it. I don't know. I haven't, you know, researched that yet. Yeah, I think, I think, they, I think that's not discussed yet. Um, so, uh, in, in SegWit, it was originally... Was it called BIP9, where miners kind of have to signal, how much was it, 95, 85%? I don't even remember. Um, so, 
and there's also BIP8, which kind of says there's a flag date where the soft fork just happens and miners only have the ability to make it happen sooner if they want to. Yeah, so last I heard, avoid it. BIP8 was the, the one in consideration because things can happen fast if, need, if possible, but if... Yeah. I'm not even sure. I mean... Yeah, I guess it makes sense. It's funny that we didn't have any soft fork since SegWit. Um, so it's kind of hard to try to predict how things are going to roll out. But yeah, I, I don't think so there's any, you know, any major reason for someone to just not like the idea. It seems like an obvious improvement in, you know, it doesn't make things worse in any way. No, it makes them more efficient while uh, providing better privacy, right? Yeah. So what's what's there to not like? I mean, one reason you could think of is so you know, if you if you if, if you, you run a coin analytics company, then perhaps you don't that, like this. Yeah, that's one reason. Another one is if you you know you run a wallet that's successful and you don't want to maintain it, then maybe you don't want other competitors to have new features. But I don't think that's an actual problem right now. I could see maybe that happening at some point, but you know, lobbying for. But. Yeah, I mean, let's say blockchain.info, for example. <laughs> just, just as an example, they didn't have. I don't think they even have Segwit support yet. So for them, it's like. The, the less the, the fewer updates to Bitcoin, the better, right? I, I know they were late with it, uh, but I don't know if they implemented it or not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't know. Um, I didn't try it for a while, so I don't know. We should have prepared. Um, <laughs> yeah. W well, that's actually part. So what I'm saying right now is actually part of the script to appear authentic. Oh, like reckless. We don't. We, we... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's professional that way. Yeah, I wonder if our um, if our listeners know about Taproot, or if it would be interesting if I say a few words about it. Why not? This is this is also something that I wonder on script. Uh, yeah, but don't read it. You have to say <laughs> off, off the top of uh, you know your mind with no, your own words. You don't want me to just read out the proposal. What there are like three proposals. You could, but so. they can read it themselves. Right. So, um, so basically, so people were really excited about Schnorr for, I don't know, many years now, and it always came up again as, as a signature scheme, like better than ECDSA. Um, it was patented for a while. The patent expired. I think it expired before Bitcoin came out, right? Oh, I think, I think. Uh, slightly afterwards, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think around that time anyway. So, I mean, it's been, it's, I think it's been free of patents for a while, I think. Um, but uh, for, you know, whatever reason, it's possible that like Satoshi, when he started working on it, it was still patented. So maybe that's why he chose the CDSA. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, people like Chnor because it's just kind of cleaner, I guess. Well, um, it, it's also and it, better. Um, yeah, like that's you aggregate signatures, right? Not just that. Uh, the the it, it's also um, 
provable, I think. Oh, yeah. There's something about that which you can explain. No, no, no. Please uh, continue. <laughs> continue. We don't need to. Yeah. Uh, so there's something it, I about. Think, I think it can be formally proven, uh, while uh, HDSA cannot or hasn't been. Right. Um, in, in general, it's simpler and uh, it has some nice properties that allows for you know interesting um, privacy or um, efficiency. Yeah. So it, it allows for some cool things that are just easier with Schnorr. They're more like kind of simple and elegant. Um, you can aggregate signatures together in a way that they look like one signature um, instead of multiple signatures, which can help um, privacy in some cases and also can save space. Um, and you can do a bunch of other stuff with it. And but it's, it, I think it's... But in yeah. this proposal... Um, you know, only some of uh, the features are... Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I'm just saying why generally people like Schnorr. And 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 um, I guess that a lot of the things that are actually possible with Schnorr, I think people believe that they're probably possible with ECDSA too. They're just much more complex probably and more difficult to, to build and code without making mistakes. So Schnorr is just more elegant, I guess. And um, and I think it was 2017 or maybe early 2018 or when Greg Maxwell had the Taproot proposal, which basically kind of it it's it takes Schnorr and on top of it it adds something that is kind of like Mast, which is something people talked about before, which is a way to have like a tree of scripts that you can execute only part of the tree and only reveal the part of the tree that you use. Um, and Taproot is kind of like that. The main idea is that you could have like a key path and a script path to every output. So you could have, um, if you want to spend an output, you have two ways to spend it. One way is to show, show sign with a key um, to spend. And the other will be to execute some script and that script can have like branches too. So, and you will only show the script or specifically the path of the script that you're going to run if you're actually using it. If you're not using it, you don't have to show it at all and it kind of stays secret. So that's that increases privacy because it makes a lot of outputs or a lot of spends look the same. Um, yeah, so that's basically it. So if, if we think of something like lightning, for example, you open a lightning channel and to close it, you have two ways to close it. Either you cooperate with the other side and both of you sign it and then it's closed or the other side doesn't cooperate and you have to go through uh, this HDLC thing to, to get your funds back. So assuming that the other side cooperates with you, you can, with Taproot, you, you would both just sign it and it would look like a normal transaction. So it's cheaper because it takes less space and it's more private because now people don't even know that it's a lightning transaction. They think it's a, they don't think it's a channel closed transaction on lightning. They think it's just a normal Bitcoin transaction. So that's nice. And so are you saying there's a lightning lobby that doesn't want Taproot because it simplifies and improves lightning and they don't want the competitors to have? I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I do kind of 
feel sorry for them in a way because they've been working. That's the problem. They've been working on Lightning for so long, and I'm sure they've they've known from the start that it's gonna take a long time, and the taproot will happen at some point. And it looks like it's very possible that by the time that Lightning becomes, you know, somewhat popular, then at around the same time, taproot will come out, and then everyone's say, "When taproot in Lightning?" Yes. Well, uh, it's uh, it's 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 life. I mean, this stuff yeah. is built on top, and uh, the same goes for wallets. Really, you know, imagine a wallet that was built before Deep Thirty Two was a thing. Um, right. You know, maybe it had to support compressed and uncompressed. Maybe it had to support uh, its own derivation scheme, or like um, you know, Armory I think had its own derivation scheme. I think Electrum had uh, its own, yeah. and maybe still does. Yeah. Um, and so you know. But but ultimately, you know, to support Trezor and Ledger and uh, other hardware wallets, they implemented the other uh, formats as well. So yeah, it, it is hard. You have to implement and, and possibly support um, the old things as well, right? Pre-taproot. Right. I mean, unless you want to close all your channels and and whatnot. Yeah, you have to keep. You not only have to add support for the new stuff, you have to keep supporting the old stuff, possibly forever. Well, or for a very yeah, long time. So, sort of, yeah. At least the spending. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's not fun. But such is the life of a world developer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we know we, why you never have time to, to shoot these episodes, Lawrence. We understand. It's partially my fault, but it's also your fault. I know it's also my fault. I mean, like uh, you travel to the. It's my fault for always, choosing you always, as a co-host. No, that's not <laughs> it. You're always at Ethereum conferences or Ethereum Twitter, and I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. I I should start going to Ethereum podcasts. How would you feel about that? I I mean, aren't you already doing that? I mean, I'm not following um, everything you do, but you do a lot of <laughs> questionable stuff. That's true. If I go on an Ethereum podcast, this would be one of the l- less questionable things that I do. It wouldn't be yeah, that bad. Considered. Great. Um, so this is Taproot. I think you're. Um, I think you're convinced. I think you're gonna prove it. Am I right? What um, am I gonna prove? You're gonna prove Taproot. I, no. I, I get the feeling that you you're convinced that you I like you it, p- uh, <laughs> but but maybe I don't know enough about it. I know oh, come I on. like what I, I thought, saw. I thought I convinced you. You convinced me. So let's okay, move right. on. Yeah. Sneaker. Sneaker. So um, oh. Aaron van Virdum from Bitcoin Magazine has a really good article on on Sneaker, which is a, a proposal a proto- from a protocol from from Waxwing. Adam Waxwing. Yes. What's his last name? Gibson. Uh, Gibson, right. Adam Gibson. Or Gibson, whatever. Something. Uh, the, English la- the English language is not for me. So whatever. So um, so the sneaker proposal, it bas- basically kind of takes CoinJoin. Um, and we all know CoinJoin. CoinJoin is for mixing multiple inputs and multiple outputs in a way that you can't know which one is which in a single transaction. And sni- this is what Wasabi which uses. Which one goes to which? Yeah, which one goes to which, right. 
and this is what Wasabi uses and, and Samurai with their new thing and Join Market. And they um, require some interactivity, right? Right. And the thing about them is that pretty much everyone who participates have to be kind of online at the same time, or at least interactive. And, and that's kind of hard. As many, you know, if you want to do this a lot, then it's kind of difficult to coordinate. Um, so what Snicker does is it proposes a way to do this in a way that's not interactive. So you could kind of signal that you want to participate in a sneaker transaction to mix your coins. And then you can go offline um, and someone else will find your um, will find your proposal and will use it to create a mix. And then you can come back whenever you want, see that someone proposed a mix, sign it, and you're done. So you don't have to be online together and you don't really have to wait for each other. There's only one time that each, each part has to say anything. Um, so that's actually really cool. Um, and the article does, I think, a really good job of explaining it in kind of layman terms, which is great. Um, Aaron is really good at that, by the way. He has, this is a side, side note, but he has a great introduction to lightning. It's a three part article, which explains it really well. It's a little old, so maybe a bit outdated at this point, but it does go through, go over all the basics. And he has a lot of other stuff too. He has a lot of stuff about privacy and so on. So he's really good at explaining these things in a way that is approachable. So that's really cool. Um, and yeah, and Adam submitted a proposal for this and I, th I've been hearing some people are excited about it, maybe even developing some early prototypes. Um, it's kind of cool. What do you think about Lawrence? I think it's great. I think, uh, every wallet should, uh, implement the part, you know, where they, um, on the fly, look for things that are compatible with their spending and try to, um, join. Um, which is one side of, uh, of the two. So I'm, I'm saying look for proposals rather than uh, leave proposal, at least to start with. Yeah. Because uh, I don't see any reason not to do that, um, you know, in terms I of... I mean, if you're looking for someone else's proposal, you're going to have to... Oh, I see what you mean. You're going you're gonna to kind of list your own outputs automatically and then you'll wait to you know next time you'll see if someone else wants well, to mix right you, you, well you could what you could do is uh, look if there's anything that uh, matches what you want to spend and if there is use it if if, if there isn't uh, you know just don't um, right I'm you just will saying, have to wait for the other side to approve it though yeah so it, it's you know one of those cases where you're not I guess in a hurry um, yeah yeah but yes, I heard people are working on it or are interested in, you know, implementing this. Uh, perhaps there's uh, efforts to create libraries or, you know, making it easier for developers to integrate this. Um, you know, I, I think it's good. Now, whether it will actually provide any privacy to some wallets, probably not. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, um, for example, uh, in, in the green case, for example, with the multi-sig, it doesn't really provide, uh, pr you know, that private, that much privacy. Right. Um, but it helps, and as long as it doesn't get well, until Taproot, 
and as long as it doesn't get sold as uh, you know as a privacy measure but just as a um, or you know not as a strong privacy measure at least in this case I think you know to have a strong privacy you would obviously need to run your full node and not tell anyone about your you know outputs yeah. but I mean if, if you do have this kind of mix where one output is multi-sig because it's green address and another one is not multi-sig then it's really not any any privacy right well unless the other side is also multi-sig yeah yeah so you'd have to kind of choose someone who's also the same output as you are i guess it's possible yeah but then i don't know maybe there's value in um in mixing regardless especially if uh, there's no change on your side uh, especially if there's no change. Yeah, what, what's the value? I mean... Well, m more noise. More noise at no cost. I mean... I guess, yeah. But if, you know, if the, if the chain analysts want to figure it out, they can. I guess it's more, you know, it's gonna require a little more effort but yeah I wonder how much they're even trying do you think that they're trying for example to get into coin joins at this point to try to de-anonymize people by kind no, of some people attacking coin joins some people are I mean I don't know if uh, if it's limited to you know other developers and researchers and competitors and whatnot Yep. Um, but someone certainly is looking at this stuff and and you know try to pinpoint at least visible issues because the thing thing it is that um, you know for all intention and purposes they could be doing everything right and y you're not noticing but you're always coin joining with uh, um, you know with them with coin analytics yeah. companies yeah like they're, they're every single other party in the coin chain yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, they could do it. They could try to do it right now. I don't know if they are, but they could. But if you were one of those companies, wouldn't you? I mean, depends how expensive it is. But Yeah, I mean, the thing about it, the dynamics with these analytics companies is kind of um, unique, I think. I, I don't think that they particularly want to track everyone because... I mean, what, what they're doing, they're providing a service to exchanges and payment processors and other businesses. And those businesses have like compliance requirements. They need to show that they did their best to, to catch criminals or whatever. So you're saying, um, why do if, more than yeah, the minimum? As long as they can say, you know, as long as, as regulators or whatever believe them well, that because they did there's their a, best. Because there's other competitors, there's other companies out there doing the same thing. And right, uh, right, one yeah. of them will have the upper hand in, in the That's sense true. that they applied some extra effort in, uh, in looking more steps ahead or, you know, uh, forward or backwards or, you know, lateral, whatever. Um, and maybe, you know, have active agreements with exchanges and or with the KYC providers and, uh, force uh, data share that way. Remember there was a case with a famous exchange that changed their KYC provider because uh, they were forced to provide back. 
some information or yeah. or maybe it wasn't KYC, it was more like uh, analytics, coin analytics and they were forced to share back the data. Uh, anyway. Sounds familiar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but the thing is, you know, a company like that, a competitor like that, would wouldn't lobby the exchanges they wouldn't go to exchanges and say listen we have a better system no, but we have the best system. they would go to governments and say look they didn't catch abc yeah. we can catch them so they need to use us so tell them to use our maybe system. you can use the government but uh, isn't it simpler to just have a better product and uh, and um, you know no so that's what i'm saying i don't think they care so if you're an exchange i don't think you care about having the better product i think all you want is for uh you know for regulars to believe you when you say that you tried uh, you know you did uh, everything in uh, your are power. you sure because exchanges uh, already seem to go a little bit beyond uh you know their legal needs uh, to please regulators uh well like <laughs> that's true that's true as well like that's uh, true as well my understanding is uh, sometimes they do kyc when it's unnecessary sometimes they do extra checks when they are not necessarily needed and or legally needed uh, so to speak and and they show the regulators you know we are you know we don't need regulation we are already doing uh, yeah far more than uh, your average you know i see what you mean so so you're saying they there will be incentivized to show that they're trying yeah, and, or they're beyond and, expectations, and, so that people leave them alone. Yeah, and That's as a coin analytics company, I come to you and say, look, I got the best results, and these are the the terms. The terms are, you know, yeah. we give you the answer, but you share with us uh, everything. Right. Because that's how it works, <laughs> ultimately. <laughs> if you don't share with yeah. us, our system doesn't work as well. Um, yeah. But that's terrible. I mean, if that database leaks, uh, it's terrible. But, you know, the, the point is, it, it, it will leak by definition, and so it needs to be impossible to be built. Right. And maybe you can't do that much about the KYC or the exchanges, but you could do a lot more on, uh, on the other aspects, right? Like lining and uh, in general wallets. Right. Um, like it's yeah. too easy today to, to distinguish whether a transaction was uh, a wallet or another wallet. And sure, yeah, you, can, you can mimic that stuff. If you really want to know yourself, you can mimic it. You can create some transactions that look mimic any of uh, the wallet you want and actually isn't that wallet. But ultimately, you know, most users aren't doing any of that mimicking. Most wallets aren't doing mimicking either. Yeah. And it's very hard if you're offering new features to uh, not look different. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, that's I, I welcome anything that mixes with the noise or, you know, make everything look the same. Great. So uh, when Snicker and Green? Good Next question. week. <laughs> Two no. weeks. Well, when, the, when there's a library, <laughs> it's easier to say. Um, right. And uh, that's true. Yeah, I, I would have to look into it a bit. I think it's it's um it's kind of it's maybe a little bit like they're I don't know kind of competing or um, proposals in the same area at least because there's also the pay join stuff. Um, oh yeah, pay join or P two P, pay to endpoint. Um, 
That makes sense. Which as well. is, I mean, it's not the same, but it's in the same area. Um, it also has a lot to do with how you kind of prepare and build the transaction first. Um, I would argue you have to do it with this is even more private because uh, you know the person. It's not, you know, a fake identity online or something. Right. You know, you're paying them, at least from the side of the payer. I mean, the the person who accepts the payment. You can maybe try but to. The, the interesting thing is that both don't reduce your privacy, right? Um, right. They they can only improve it, e and and maybe they don't, but they can only improve it. I mean, you might end up with pay to endpoint. You might end up revealing your UTXO to someone who says they want to pay you, but eventually doesn't. Yeah, I think there is that condition. But if you're let's say in a physical scenario. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. Or, or, you know, with with, uh, with with someone that doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, so it's kind of, I mean, it's especially kind of hard. If, especially if you say, okay, I'm going to use those UTXOs. I'm going to reveal them, but ultimately I'm going to use those in any case. So I'm always going to use those. I'm going to mm. spend them. So, it, it's you know, they're going to get revealed. Um, because I'm going to do this transaction no matter what. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, if you do it with someone else, I mean, let's say I'm evil Woody, I'm trying to find out UTXOs of merchants that belong to merchants and someone reveals their UTXO, some merchant reveals their UTXO to me and later he uses the same UTXO to accept a transaction from someone else. That's what I'm saying. You have then to, now I know as a merchant, I have to mark those UTXOs, uh, you know. Why would you have to mark them because publicly? Not, well, not publicly. I, I have to mark them in my own uh, management system because I know I revealed them to at least one third party. Yeah, so I mean, sh so sure, but I now I know... I should try to spend them together. Yeah, but now you revealed more information to me because now I know that you also received another payment. Well, not necessarily. I could spend them in a different way. But, mm, but yes, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, d I think that system should be used, you know, between... Um, people that either don't have uh, an issue revealing those UTXOs because they're already public for some reason, or people that trust each other, I mean, or right. you know, trust to that extent, yeah. to not attempt twice. Or maybe there's an easy to ban system um, maybe. that I haven't thought of. Maybe. Um, yeah, but I'm just, I mean, I'm kind of thinking, you know, I wonder, I, I kind of, it's, it's hard for me to see both of these things get adopted. I guess, because they seem to be... I mean, it's possible, I guess, to combine both of them. But that would be more, even more work. So just, you know, just imagining how difficult it's going to be to get one of them adopted and then adding on top of it the other one. And the failure modes are in, in between. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, th this needs great UX and and ease, ease of use. Um but also, I think it's very important that um, none of this uh, provides, uh, you know, um, I don't have the term, but basically fake privacy or fake, uh, okay, fake, uh, false sense of security, right? Uh, false sense of privacy. That's right. uh, what I'm uh, worried about. Like, you could have, uh, you know, a wallet doing all those interesting things, but then uh, you're sending all the information back to the server. So you need to be aware that maybe you're contributing to creating noise, but not you don't have your own individual privacy in that case. 
because uh, there's at least one party that knows everything about you um, or at least too much information about you and and only when you run your own full node and you know it's only when you ask for everything that people don't know what you were looking for true true um, I think you can you this can be a title for a movie if you want or a speech yeah. not a movie thank you think about it <laughs> think about it um, yeah okay let's move on I think we can move on to the shit posting part of the episode oh yeah yeah the, <laughs> the most fun part <laughs> yeah so this is okay so everyone can tune back in now but <laughs> Well, we should have this at the beginning. We can we can Whatever. switch because uh, because uh, you know we can do post. We could, here. we could, but this is scripted. So this this part of our we're not really debating this. Okay. We already know what we're going to decide. Um, so Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee, who used to be um, he was CEO of BTCC, right? BTC China was he the CEO or founder or both? I don't remember. He's also um, the relative of a relative of <laughs> yeah he's a relative uh, close relative of uh, Charlie Lee who invented uh, Litecoin uh, discovered Litecoin he didn't invent it right is, it, is is that the word we should use because Ripple I think Ripple said that they discovered Ripple and and the coins or something like that they didn't you know they didn't create it themselves no it just came to them. Uh, whatever. So, so that's Bobby Lee, and I think he has. He's sorry. I don't know what, what's that. He's yeah. Sorry. So he's sorry about his involvement in Segwit Two X. Segwit Two X was was more than two years ago. At this point, I think. Wow. Or was it exactly two years ago that it fell through? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think August seventeen was when Segwit, like normal Segwit, was deployed. And then I think in November, exactly two years ago, um, it, the Segway2x part was officially abandoned. Um, and Bobby Lee was very supportive of that until the very last moments. So uh, he now says that he realizes it was a mistake and that he's sorry. Um, I remember that I think it was um, the Zappo CEO who also apologized for it, but that was a long time ago. That was soon after it failed. Um, but Bobby's apologizing about it now. I think it's good. I mean, it's 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 not easy to say that you were wrong, wrong about something in such a public way, such a massive way. And so I think it's good it, it did it. You know, better than... Better than ever, right? Maybe, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not the most... It's not the biggest event of my year, but <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy to... I think people should be happy to accept the apology, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I... No, someone has to be toxic in this podcast, so it's... I'm, this I'm time it's me. Well, I'm happy you're taking I'm, the part. I'm not toxic i'm just saying <laughs> easy i mean easy sorry or is he saying he's sorry uh, it's the well, same well it the, i'm not sure it is <laughs> like uh you know the future will prove uh, whether 
uh, he means it or not or right. he meant it or not and uh, does he understand well does he get it or does he or is he is just he saying sorry about words? getting it wrong or is he sorry about you know and uh, <laughs> yeah and and w and what's going on with uh with Fektoshi and stuff like um are people saying that you cannot prove that he's not satoshi is he saying this yeah so he started with just saying uh um, yeah, he, I well, mean, he started with just talking about Segwit2x, and then I think it was Samson, I think it was Samson, who asked him, okay, what about Fiktoshi? Because you made some comments about that in the past, and you said that you can't prove it's not him. Uh, and, <laughs> and then Bobby, for some for some reason, he had a long reply to that, where basically he says, yeah, everyone is Satoshi, not just, you know, everyone is. And, and except for everyone being Satoshi, it's also... Um, we don't know. No one, no one, is, no one else claimed to be Satoshi. So, and we don't have a proof that it's not him. So maybe it's him. That's what he says. Um, I think it would have been better to not say anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes you can, you know, if you don't have something good to say, you can just not say anything. I don't know. What's the point? What's the point of saying this? <laughs> of all things, you could say. It's, but yeah it's, yeah, it's weird. It's almost as if he's uh, religious about it. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm glad you choose to be toxic about this this is a very serious matter lawrence is it we have to be serious we have to <laughs> it's very serious uh, the the future of bitcoin lies is, in you bitcoin. know i i see a lot of people lately uh good for you it's <laughs> that are <laughs> no listen i see <laughs> I see a lot of people lately who are saying, um, you know, I person person X said something, and and he shouldn't say this thing because it's bad for Bitcoin. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that so like someone is attacking me? This is not okay. This is bad for Bitcoin. You should stop it because you're hurting Bitcoin if you're attacking me or. What you're saying is ignorant, and you shouldn't say something ignorant because it's bad for Bitcoin. Well, it and depends. I right? just find it. it I don't know. I, I don't think it case. depends. I think it's ridiculous. Well, it depends on a case by case. I don't think so. I can say right now that Segwit2x was amazing, a great idea. Too bad it failed. I'm gonna try it again, and it's not bad for Bitcoin. It's bad for me to say it, but it's it's not bad for Bitcoin. Bitcoin. No, but Bitcoin without you, it's bad. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay, fair enough then. Then then it's never the case, I suppose. I mean, no, I mean, people say stupid shit. I mean, yeah, I don't so know. I f I feel like we're being. I mean, you know, Bobby said that. Bobby said this. We're a little bit dramatic. I mean, who cares what he said? I well, I, I mean, he's okay. He's you, a nice guy, I guess. But script, not me. So. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. But I, I also put in the script that I'm gonna say this. And you're, you're, so you really you're are ruining my moment. Person. No, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be, you know, I want to be uh, provocative. Yeah, uh, it's not that much so to yeah. say. I mean, sure, sure. I mean, even Charlie says Bobby doesn't get it. No. <laughs> well, uh, Bobby didn't start Litecoin. Uh, I mean. Yeah. But yeah. So what? Uh, so do you think that Craig Wright is Satoshi or not? Let's let's clear the air about this one, because I I heard I heard multiple opinions 
Some people think that you support Craig Wright. Some people think that you don't. Maybe once and for all, maybe tell us what you think. Are you on a call with Bobby now? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I, I thought we said no guests. <laughs> he's a one-sided guest. Uh, if, if you're talking he's about only me. on my he's only on my headphones. Okay. You can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I I I was just I I you never you know I don't know what your opinion is. Everyone has an opinion on Craig, right? I don't know. I don't know what yours is. Maybe you think he's Satoshi. Who knows? No, Maybe know. you did. You. Do- <laughs> Okay, I I had my doubts. I'm happy to, I'm happy that you clarified it. Um, okay, so he's not Satoshi. That's 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 the current. Would you would you go? Okay, let's say you find yourself at a conference with uh, Craig Wright, and he reaches out to you. He comes. He, he walks down to you. Well, first thing I do is take a picture with him, right? That's, that's first thing you do. That's, you take a picture. That's what, and, and what then you should do, right? Wh- that's that's yes. A, no, I'm joking. You shouldn't do that. What? <laughs> you definitely not do that. And then what do you say? What do you say to, to Craig Wright? Do you say anything? Do you run away? Do you punch him? Do you hug him? Well, <laughs> not run away, but why? Why? Why should I stay? Uh, any longer in, in the same space yeah like, i don't think i don't think it's very likely that you will ever find yourself in the same conference with greg wright i say this i say this as a good thing it's a compliment so thank you don't don't take it the wrong way um no because some people are very likely to be in the same room with greg wright <laughs> so yeah um by the way i think you should buy tron i'm just saying oh stop it <laughs> no, it, it's just a, a thought that popped up into my head no but we 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 were talking about bobby lee and i, I guess we can move on to his brother now oh sorry is this did i dox him now we, we didn't specify that he's his brother yet no but charlie lee is his brother we just said that he's a re- relative public no i know it's public but it's not public in my in our show so are we now everyone knows the family <laughs> we can yeah we can do a family tree episode i guess at some point but either way um so charlie lee uh he kind of made a joke recently um he's been involved with some mimble wimble stuff and i think he's Hocus he was Pocus. on a gr- Hocus Pocus, yeah. And he was, I think he was on a green forum or green chat. Green is a Mimble Wimble shitcoin. Um, oh, and yeah. I think Spell he... Spell it right. What's that? Spell it so that people know that it's not the color. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not green wallet. It's green coin. It's yeah, but with I. It. Yes. G-R-I-N. It's okay. Don't worry. Um, I hope you add green support to green one day they could add green support to green first yeah you could be the first one they could they could be the first one too it's possible it's possible so anyway someone donated 50 bitcoins um to the green i don't know foundation whatever they call it green developers 
um, 50 bitcoins. That's a lot of money. So I heard. And, um, what's that? So I heard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a lot of money. Who knows? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what the Bitcoin price is. But um, it's kind of, you know, peop- the, the thing is that th- those coins came from a block that's very early. I think a 2010 block or 2011 um so it was not spent cha- before this like it was the first transaction yeah, yeah it, since, it was coins since, since mined, mined. yeah qu- freshly mined coins f- spent for the first time so charlie lee made this joke that it's satoshi who is the pool donated. known or w- there was no pool i have no idea probably no pool i don't know i have no idea uh so Charlie made this joke. He said it was probably Satoshi who made the donation, and people thought it wasn't a joke. <laughs> so there were a lot of like news outlets, a lot of headlines this. saying Satoshi came back and donated to Grin. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I don't know. I mean, even if you don't know anything about the technical parts. I think you know that you know that it's easy, relatively easy to offer 55 or 60 or 70 bitcoins for 50, you know, bitcoins uh, that are clean from an earlier block. I don't know if from 2010 though. Why not? I mean, there were, you know, quite a few miners. I guess if you can sure if you can find someone. But that's, you know, if those were sat- if look, if you look on Bitcoin fine. talk, there's plenty of people looking for all sorts of weird shit from keys that's true to blocks to to whatever that's true and maybe it's because they're building uh you know proof of stake coin or whatever or maybe <laughs> it's because of something else but um you know like a scam and uh you know wouldn't you yep. sell an early block for say 100 bitcoins and uh because of uh, of uh, the uncertainty around you know such an early block maybe you could sell it as you know, you could sell it for hundred bitcoins, even. I don't know, maybe. But but my point is not the amount. My point is um, that block can be used, uh, can be abused for sure. things such as this. So sure, I I like to take it with the uh, with a pinch of salt. That's all I'm saying. Oh sure, but I, I think even if it is truly the original owner of the UTXO who spent it, it's still there's still no reason to think it's Satoshi at all. Oh yeah, for um, all we know, he, he passed away, or she passed away. Yeah, and I mean, there there, are, there were a few other miners other than Satoshi, so there's no really no reason to think that. But it, I mean, the 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 amazing thing is Charlie Lee made a joke, and a ton of news outlets picked it up, and the green price pumped like I don't know, thirty, forty percent, fifty percent, whatever, a lot. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And people just believe the dumbest things. It's unbelievable. You can say anything, uh, especially well, especially someone like Charlie Lee can say anything. It will end up in the news. But it's amazing. You know, you could say whatever you want. <laughs> so if you, if you, Lawrence, made some comment that is ridiculous, I guarantee you, some if it's controversial it. enough, not only will some people believe it, I, I guarantee you, it will make the news. You can say like something like, um, I don't know, uh, maybe that you think that Tron will be bigger than Bitcoin. 
Look, for example, if you keep doing this, I'm going to take over the <laughs> mixing process and remove any mention. Okay, so so uh, this is something that our, our listeners should know. But before we started, uh, Lawrence made me promise that we will never accept any sponsorships. This is why I'm I'm now telling all the sponsors we're attempting to get to give us big sponsorships. This is why I've always said no. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of people. You know, uh, IBM and Microsoft asked to sponsor this show, and uh, Amazon. Yeah. And I said no because Lawrence doesn't want to. But my plan is I will use the show to pump Tron. And this way I make money and I don't even have to give Lawrence's cut. What about Mimo Wimbo? Were you on that as well? I wasn't in on it. No, I didn't know. I didn't know that Charlie's going to say <laughs> that so Satoshi you, you said something interesting. Donated. You said a lot of people believed it, right? Now, do mm-hmm. you have um, that... Can you can you detect that? Can you? Uh, I mean, I, I I know that a lot of people uh, asked me personally about it, so they so people reached out to me and said, "Did you hear about Charlie Lee saying this and that? And is it true?" And so I I know that you know that's anecdotal, but it's it seemed to have had some effect on people, and I've seen people talk about it on online. So it looks like people believed it. Some people. A lot of people didn't believe it, obviously. A lot of people realized that it was a joke, but also a lot of people didn't realize it's a joke. I can tell you I can tell you that most of the people I know in the space are not very uh technically involved in this kind of things. So for and you know they're not really exposed to things like Bitcoin talk. So if you say something like "Oh, you can buy old blocks on Bitcoin talk or wherever people do this," most people don't know because they're not that involved. Um, so when they hear someone like Charlie Lee saying this, they say, "Okay, this guy is, knows what he's saying, so it's probably true." That's it. Yeah, um, I, I get that. And, only takes and he was joking. Of... He wasn't even trying to fool anyone. He was clearly joking. But I didn't see the tweet. But um... oh. I think it was in some chat or forum or something like that. Anyway, it was obvious. You're saying it was obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, he clearly didn't mean to to confuse people. But people still, people still get confused. You either either you shut up and don't say anything, <laughs> or people are gonna get confused. That's the two options you have. And yet you keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I like I like seeing people get confused. That's that's something I enjoy. Um, I don't think Charlie enjoys it. I enjoy it. So yeah, that's maybe uh, an illness on my part. Should we discuss another shit post? Oh, there's more. I mean. Uh... Kind of. There are a few. Uh, let's Would you ever de- decide? <laughs> let's pick. What? What's that? Let's list I, them I, and decide. I already picked one. Oh, okay. Would you ever debate? Would you go on a debate with a, a BSV person? No, not really. I mean, um, you know, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's. Hard. I know you wouldn't. It's it's expensive to refute bullshit. I mean, I. 
Mm. I have done so in uh, small groups and right. maybe not uh, BSV or B BCH, more like, uh, you know, before, before that. Yeah. Um, back when we were talking about infinitely large blocks or automatically right. increasing blocks, you know, when it reaches 50%, it increases. Well, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. And, and so I debated uh, uh, s some of those or some of corners, uh, but usually in a sm you know, smaller group, um, not in a larger group. And in general, I, I think there's much better ways of using my time, productive ways, than yeah. trying to, you know, Ultimately, they, they may be more eloquent or, you know, be better at words than me or uh, be more charismatic. Um, there's, um, it's not my strength, I think. And so. But do you think that it's, um, let's say that there's someone that it is, that is good at debating, you know, that likes debating. Okay, like Giacomo. Like Giacomo. Okay. Do you think that it's... Um, Giacomo or Pedro from London, Mexico. Uh, <laughs> do you know, do you think that it's uh, it's something that we should encourage people to do, or is it I don't know, just a bad look for everyone? Be I'll, it's, I'll, it's because it's sad, no? I mean, I mean, there there are two point of views, I guess. Some people would say that if you debate Bcashers or SV or whatever else exists, um, you kind of uh, legitimize them, right? Especially, I mean, it's especially the SV thing, which is basically witchcraft. Um, if you if you acknowledge it at all, you kind of legitimize yeah, I, their... I mean, in a way, they are the, the flat earthers of... Uh of the space and uh yeah there's much more interesting stuff to discuss than than that yeah but then there's some people who say listen this is a big issue because people fall for this people think there are two bitcoins or three bitcoins or whatever and they sometimes fall for it they buy the wrong one and they use the wrong one or whatever which I personally really find hard to believe. I, I this it sounds ridiculous to me. I, I'm sure some people do it, but I, yeah. And those people that get confused, they wouldn't get confused because usually before they buy this stuff, they go on YouTube and look at debates. I mean, <laughs> no, That's, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, it's not really what's yeah. going on. And people that are interested will find out. There, there, there will be some poor souls that will go and look at those and, and you know, make comparisons and talk about, you know, why something is stupid or, or, you know, why flat earth is stupid. But I don't think we should get, you know, the best debaters you got uh, on this. I think it should be, uh, you know, Woody in his free time alone making a video on YouTube explaining why this stuff makes no sense. Because you like but Attention. Yeah, but I prefer Tron. No, I mean, between <laughs> the two, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You know more than me on this. Tron is great. You should try it. Stop it. The the wallets are very colorful. I you, actually you you're building a wallet, so you should look at it. It's a great wallet. It's very colorful. There are a lot of 
flashy icons. You've been tweeting yeah. about this for a couple of days. You were looking for a wallet, <laughs> and uh, I thought that was embarrassing on its own. But you, you, you keep going on this. You know too much. What? Why do you say it's embarrassing? It's great. It's great. You you need to be more open minded. No, but I I uh, I showed my hand though, with the tweet. Yeah. Because Justin Sun retweeted it. Did this he? was the goal. Yeah, he retweeted it. Uh, someone asked him to, and then he retweeted it, and then. I, I can't explain tweets on Someone means podcasts. your puppet or what? No, so I think he... I don't know what he thinks, but he did it. And then I... I kind of made a joke around it. I can't explain it in the podcast. Why not? You can't explain tweets. You can't explain jokes. Do you want me to read my own tweet? That's yes, ridiculous. And, and, and you sure can. I mean, the, the tweet is uh, limited. This podcast isn't. Yeah, but there's something about delivery of text. That is, so I, I don't know. I took a screenshot. He, I basically said, could you recommend a good Tron wallet? And <laughs> he retweeted it with a few suggestions. <laughs> yeah. He has four uh, suggestions for, for Tron wallets, which you, should look, which you should look at because you're a wallet developer. Why? They're great. They're, Why they're, they're very, great? Tell us. They're, they're colorful. They're colorful. Anyway, so I took a, I took a screenshot of that, and 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 I said, so pro opsec tip, if if someone steals your phone, you want them to think that you're broke, that you don't have any money, so that they don't spend time trying to get your data on your phone. So make sure that you install a Tron wallet and that you have Tron wallpaper and Tron case for your phone and stuff. Um, and here are some suggestions for for Justin Sun for Tron wallets. So that that so I redeemed myself. It was a joke. You don't you're not laughing, but it was a joke. Okay. People, that's why that's why you don't explain tweets it, it, on a it, podcast. It's, it's good you prepared yourself and said, "Oh, the delivery on text was a thing, but I, if I read it, it's not gonna be the same." <laughs> because I, it's, it's hilarious. Listen, you just don't. The, the thing about you is that you don't have a sense of humor. But it was hilarious. It was a hilarious joke. Um, yeah, it was. I heard one when I finished typing it. I heard people laughing in the streets. And and, and then so. and then afterwards, everyone <laughs> yes was clapping. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess so. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but uh, I redeemed myself. That's the point. Uh, you you think it was sad, but I redeemed myself. And what's left is for you to look at the Tron wallets and to learn from... Because they did a great job with the logos and... <laughs> <laughs> the font. The fonts, too. The font. no, it's important. It's no, I, important. I know, I know it is, but um, please, uh, before I waste uh, anyone's time... <laughs> Are you joking? Please. Yeah, 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 I'm joking. I didn't. I didn't actually. Some people are install. joke blind. I am. I didn't blind. actually install any of them, so I don't really know. I see. I saw pictures. They they looked colorful, flashy. Pretty pictures, basically. Yeah, pretty pictures, but I I don't <laughs> I don't know if that's actually worth anyone's time. But they definitely invest a lot of time in the looks of things. That's <laughs> that's very clear. Yeah, and. I suggest uh, you cut this part because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't cut it, please don't cut the part where I say you should cut it. 
Oh, that's for sure. I'm not going to cut anything. The thing about cutting uh, things out of episodes, if we want to talk about wasting time. Censorship. No, it's not. It's also censorship, but it's a waste of time because, again, we're one hour into the episode. No one, no one's going to listen to this. No, but we should and, split and, our episode. And me trying 20... to cut it is a complete waste of time. Just finding the parts to cut. Why? No one's listening now. You can say you can say that you like Tron. No, no I don't. Know. And uh, you could take you the episodes, it. split them in twenty <laughs> minutes, and release them. And uh, and even better if they, you know, when they cut, when the cut off is twenty minutes, if they cut in in the middle of a sentence, is even better <laughs> because it, it leaves it's a cliffhanger. It leaves exactly some suspense. Yeah. Suspense. suspense. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the next episode. You we have can to have an entire episode of no, but then of in the next episode you go one minute earlier, like a summary of what was <laughs> going on. <laughs> yes, it's the best. Sure, sure, we'll do that. Okay, moving <laughs> on from colorful <laughs> and uh, beautiful fonts, which are very important. Very important. Very important. Um. I, we we have some other shit posts here. There's um. What's going on? I mean, we're we're squarely in in shitcoin territory now, at this point. Um. So there's this tweet, from Whale Panda. And a few other people tweeted the same things. Oh, uh, DeFi is, is better than Argentine pesos. Is that yeah. the claim? Yeah, there's this guy. Um, That's like saying. There's this guy <laughs> who is an Ethereum. I don't know. I think he has a newsletter or something. Um, and he said that he recommended some people in the past to put their entire life savings into DeFi. I'm not even sure what what it means exactly specifically because DeFi is a general term for all things, mm-hmm. but whatever and he says is it risky yes it's risky but it's less risky than holding argentine pesos so yeah (laughs) if it's less risky than holding pesos then you should do it basically that's what he's saying that's why he recommended that people invest their entire net worth all of their life savings into some i don't know die or something whatever they call it uh, spell it because people don't know how. Yeah, let's not go into spelling. It will be a long day. So, yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't even. I wouldn't even recommend anyone to invest to put their entire life savings into Bitcoin. Well, well or yes. anything. You, but even you know, even if it was partially true, who's to say you know what's happening in the future? Like you could say that USD is better than pesos, uh, Argentinian pesos or uh, Venezuelan uh, pesos, and and maybe it's true, and maybe you know they should diversify a little bit in USD in cash, a little bit in local, and a little bit in Bitcoin. In USD, yeah, I'm I'm saying why put why put your money into a completely experimental thing though? Just buy dollars. I'm not disagreeing, but even dollars, maybe it's not the right, uh, the completely oh, right answer. Yeah. Like maybe a little yeah. bit of Bitcoin, it's actually smart um, because okay. it's easier to, to get across the border, borders or because uh, it's harder to confiscate compared to, you know, USD. 
Maybe. Sure. Maybe. I, I don't I, know. I, sure. Well, I mean, I would say don't put all of your money into anything. Right. Right. So uh, he's wrong regardless. We, we, could, we could argue. Let, let's split the tweet in, in bits, right? Like, what, what is he? He's arguing for 100% of something else. So that's wrong yeah. regardless, I think. And then yeah. this DeFi stuff, it's built on top of, I think, you know, agile stuff. And yeah, I mean, th there's there's a comment risky. I've. S we we can say it's risky. It's uh, highly experimental. Yeah, it is. It, it for sure it's highly experimental. And I mean, in many ways, many dimensions. Yeah. yeah. From and, software and to ideas uh, to even even you know what's behind it, like. The is it using Ethereum as collateral usually, or are there yeah. some solution based yeah. on Bitcoin yet? I don't know. Maybe there are. I think are. it's mostly using Ethereum, yeah. Right. So that that's broken from 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 the set on, no? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's so much. There's so much. So many levels to why it's dangerous. And I think there's one thing that really jived with me that I I saw someone commenting. Uh, I'm I don't even I, I'm not too sure who, who it was and I'm paraphrasing um, but he basically said that for anyone if you live in Argentina and you're gonna buy any kind of asset in order to even do that you first need to have a liquid convertible asset in your in your possession so the, the first thing that you, you can't even get uh, die or, or whatever DeFi thing before you have Ethereum. some medium of exchange that you can use that is not the, the Argentine pesos because you, you can't, you know, they, you, you can't use them to pay a cross border. You can't use them for many things. So you need first to have US dollars probably. That's the first thing you need. And if you already have that, then you're not exposed to pesos. So you don't have that. Why are you saying anymore. you need USD first? I mean, couldn't you buy? Uh, I mean, I guess you could. You could buy, for example, Bitcoin. That's not very easy, but you could, like, with something like local Bitcoins, you could probably buy Bitcoin. Why? There's but if no, you're gonna you couldn't buy some local Ethereum or local DeFi directly. Uh, I don't think that many people could do that. There's not a lot of liquidity there. I mean, people would usually go through Bitcoin and then... Okay, the so thing. you're saying there's a liquidity issue. It's possible. It's just that at the moment you have to go through USD or Bitcoin. And if you do that, you're already out of Bezos. Yeah. Then you don't have the problem anymore. So you, you kind so of... So great. What's the issue then? <laughs> they, even <laughs> that's even if they listen to that's... this guy, they will stop at the first step. Yeah, because they're exactly. Not... That's, 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 like, that's his point. He's like saying this. What you, you, You're basically telling them, so buy Bitcoin. 100% is too then, much. And then take your Bitcoin and put them in some shitcoin because, which is ridiculous. This, that, this is like the it's, worst advice you can give. Yeah, it's like um, one coin 4.0 or something. I mean, you, you got them out of their trouble somehow. And then once they're safe, you get them back into, <laughs> <laughs> into some, some mess. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why. I mean, I know why. I know why, but it's whatever. Sad. It is. It is kind of sad. It is kind of sad. But I don't think that a lot of people fall for it. I don't think that you'll find a lot of Argentinian people running around buying uh, DeFi coins. I don't think so. Maybe, but I, I don't think so. Uh, there's this kind of disconnect, I think. A lot of people are talking about what the unbanked people need. 
even though they never met an unbanked person. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of this kind of things going on. But, yeah. It's true for Bitcoin, by the way, too. I mean, you I've, see a lot of people yeah. talking Any, about how Bitcoin is going to save Venezuela yeah. anyone, or whatever. Anyone pushing 100% Bitcoin is wrong, right? Mm -hmm. You... And what, by that, what I'm saying is it's a little bit different from people that ultimately finish their fiat and now they're simply consuming their Bitcoin lab, right? And then it's up to them whether they convert a lot at the time or, right. or as they spend. It's, it's up to them. Maybe, maybe they have uh, an appetite for risk and they can afford, uh, you know, they, they can easily find a job or whatever. But in general, for the average person, I wouldn't advise to have 100% uh, of uh, their belongings in Bitcoin. Of the yeah. liquid assets in Bitcoin, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, it's too much. You need a buffer, right? At minimum, and uh, and yeah, and, and, and in my experience, and possibly if even rebalance if if things change around. I mean, I don't know. Right. Possibly. It, it, in it, my in my experience, if people try that, uh, they more often than not than not they would break at some point. You know, they, they would put 100% or close to 100% of their funds into Bitcoin and then at some point they will just get freaked out. That's reckless and not even this um, podcast uh, supports that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of lose on all fronts because you lost money and you also weren't able to hold long enough for it to be worthwhile. So that's kind of the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is why I recommend Tron to everyone. It's cheap. Uh, what do you think about the Mirage? <laughs> about what? The Mirage. The the what? Uh, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Uh, maybe the Mirage. Mirage. The Mirage. The Mirage. It sounds like a word that I should know. Yeah. Let me <laughs> let me Google, Google it. it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, a charge payable to the owner of a chartered ship, in respect of failure. Of load or discharge? Well, now Google what? the same thing with blockchain. Zum, zum, zum. Uh, the Moorish blockchain? Mm -hmm. It's a blockchain? It's no, the name it's, of a blockchain? it's not the name of the blockchain. It's, it's, a, it's a concept. Um, it's a concept. Yeah, basically, um, money loses value as you hold it. Okay. Not, not you know, just as you transact, uh, as it works in. Bitcoin at least. I mean, not loses value. I mean, uh, you have to pay fees in, in Bitcoin, right? Uh -huh. Transaction fees. Yeah. Um, so with the Mirage, uh, the more you hold the, the currency, the, the it loses value. So you want to move it fast. I see. Um, and there's, a, there's a, an interesting debate on Twitter. I'm not Who's convinced debating? by the Mirage, by the way. Um, so people that are debating are Jorge, Timon, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, a few others. Um, and uh, you know, Timon has been experimenting with this for a number of years. Um, they, um, they created a blockchain. Um, Is that the Frycoin thing? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, there, there there are some theories behind it. I thought the debate was interesting on Twitter. Are you on Twitter, Larry? 
I'm I'm uh, lurking. You know lurking. You're lurking. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm following. Is, uh, I think it's a good strategy. Well, also I, I blocked so many people that <laughs> it's very hard to to have any content at all. <laughs> like I'm scrolling and I'm done. The, no, the I'm joking. I'm joking. Cute. There's a lot. There's a lot to read. Um, and yeah, I am a little bit uh, trigger happy with blocking, but it's only you know the the the, the scams, the noise, uh, that sort of stuff, the trolls. Right, I hate the trolls. No, Terrible. I, I mean depends, <laughs> right? I follow you, and you're enough. You're enough. You just need one troll. But a, good one, but a good one. But a good one. Good, yeah. Choose a good one. The quality, follow. quality. And then, then it will, you know, you will hear about all the rest. Automatically. It's too much already. Yeah. 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 I, you know that Twitter is the least popular social media website, like uh, among the big ones. You mean outside of Bitcoin? Uh yeah. For Bitcoin, it's probably the most used. Although I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's a TikTok, <laughs> there's a TikTok Bitcoin community. You know what TikTok is? I heard it's a youngsters thing. Yeah, yeah. So there, there, there are some Bitcoin people popping up there. I don't know. I don't have it installed. Don't, don't look at me like that. I, I, I saw some videos on on Reddit uh, that are TikTok videos, whatever that yeah. means. And um, yeah, it used so, to be that so Reddit showed up on Reddit first, and then Reddit used to be the front of the internet in a way for Bitcoin as well, but it kind of died down since the Segwit uh, 2x debacle, I think, or, or at least in my view. Um, I mean, it's this for Bitcoiners, yeah. Yeah, I think and so. Twitter too, I mean, I, I still read and uh, occasionally write, but... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, things like Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat, I guess. I don't know all of those. But there are no big debates where I think you know I like to to take part at the moment. I think um, there's nothing. Yeah, it's all junk right now. There's no major. There's no war. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All no, all of the debates right now are around bullshit. Basically, there's nothing serious. Relatively mild, yes. That's good. I mean. I, 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 or maybe I'm not seeing it, right? Because I blocked everyone. Well, I mean, you're not on Tron. I'm on Tron Twitter, so I know that there's a lot of very important things that's being discussed. But you're not there, so you don't know. Um, did Did I mention that Tron is great? So <laughs> you, you long Tron. Tell us the truth. I I uh, the truth is that I don't trade. No, what do you mean you you, you are shorting. I don't even Bitcoin have Bitcoin, Ethereum, no? Really? Oh, right, 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 yeah. I have a... I, I'm shorting Ethereum, right? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forget what my large positions are. Yes. The ones that uh, were, you know, really worth it and made you tons of money. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The big ones. The big ones, I forget about them. My Cash cows. <laughs> I only remember the meaningless things. So... Is it true you're selling educational packages? In, what, in Tron what way? educational packages. Tron educational. <laughs> yeah, you got bronze, silver, gold, platinum. <laughs> just packages, not just education. Packages on, on anything. Amazon I mean, packages? Uh, uh, coin packages, wallet packages, whatever. And Socks, each package pocket. has 
bronze, silver, gold, each type of package. Um, yeah. And then there's like the super platinum Tron package. And then you double is, the coins? Yeah, exactly. It's double the coins for only 150% of the price. It's very, very but, but you multiply the supply by 100 times. Of course, you have to. To make up, yeah. For marketing. You have to. <laughs> this you is the to. one coin playbook, you know? <laughs> you think one I coin don't is know great. It? Yes. I, there, there was. I didn't. Did you listen to the podcast from BBC about OneCoin? No, I but, but I read a couple things recently about uh, OneCoin, and one of the smartest uh, uh, things they did was uh, basically taking all the, um, you know, the, the best sales guys and uh, and one not from across the industry, so not from this industry. Uh, they got the, the worst from the worst. Uh, or the best of the best, depending on uh, your point of view, you know, selling yeah. all sorts of uh, fake things to people. And, uh, and, you know, and besides, uh, all this uh, blockchain stuff uh, sold like uh, cake, you know, it was uh, easy to sell too, because everyone was uh, interested. It was, and it was early. One coin was early, right? It was 2015, maybe even 14. When was it? It was great timing if you think about it right like um yeah. lots of uncertainty and and interest and, and 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 not many knew much about this at all now there's uh, certainly more uh, awareness in the media right um, sure like you, you would hope like the third or fourth or fifth time someone goes there and says i'm satoshi they they do some due diligence this time like uh, they, they, they don't yeah. get the laptop from the system, they don't, I don't know. But you yeah. think they do that. So is is OneCoin different substantially from something like Tron, for example? I, I don't know. know. I'm, I know I'm a big Tron fan. I don't know. What's so. uh, Tron like? Does it use I mean, I don't does it use proof of work? I think I, I look. Let's be so uh, a moment of honesty. I have no idea about well, then, then anything we cannot, about Tron. We cannot I think it, it. they claim that it's proof of stake. Then, then who is running the? Who has the stake? I don't. I. I, I but also, know. isn't proof of stake really? You know, stupid. No, of course. Uh, look, let's. Let's be honest. If if someone if someone will figure proof of stake out, it's not going to be Tron. Tron is obviously. If we don't know about it, let's not really argue yeah. about it. Uh, okay, let's say that. Let's say that Tron is very marketing oriented. So um, is Ethereum. I think that Tron is a lot more marketing oriented than Ethereum, by far. I think Tron is better at marketing than Ethereum. Um, so many compliments for Tron. What's going yeah, on? I know, I know. So it's better because they go to the extreme. You know, they go to not very far from the one. What about extreme, giving people Teslas? Do they? They, they do. They claim the to right give. Guy, I, or I do think they that their there was something about it. He promised <laughs> a Tesla. <laughs> there was one guy that won a Tesla or something, and then uh, <laughs> um, there was a glitch. <laughs> And two people won, and so instead they promised him a ticket to one of the conferences. And I found that hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no car, no car for you, but you can come and, and, and you know, <laughs> admire me. Which the, is so weird because they must have the money to pay for a Tesla. 
You could buy one. You Tesla. think so, right? Especially if he you bought, made a mistake like that. He bought BitTorrent. He bought Poloniex recently. Oh, really? From uh, yeah. from uh, what's Circle? Uh, yeah. I mean, he he says that he didn't buy it alone. That it's a group of investors or something like that. But whatever. I mean, interesting. Yeah. So. You know, they they probably have the, the money to to give out the Tesla if they promised one. <laughs> okay, so so far we, we touched a lot of uh, interesting drama outside of Bitcoin on Twitter and, and elsewhere, I guess. But yeah, what about Bitcoin drama? Do we have anything interesting? Because we said there was no drama on Taproot, no drama on Sneaker, uh, a little bit on drama on Bobby Lee, but that's not really Bitcoin, is it? Um, well, I know that people mentioned the uh, drama around uh, hardware wallets. I don't know anything about it. I so heard people mentioning it. Research. Let's research live. I know that someone claimed to have found some vulnerability on... Was it cold card? Uh, I think. Yes. And then I, I saw a lot of people getting... so. Because because my main uh, activity on Twitter is to troll, then I'm mostly exposed to trolls. <laughs> and so yeah, mostly even, what even I the saw... Trolls are, uh, you know, there's some polarity. W what's the polarity you're feeling so far? So mo mostly what I'm seeing is people getting pissed about the fact that just people are fighting each other about those vulnerabilities and there are a lot of accusations flying around of people maybe working for other competitors and I don't know there's a lot of drama involved with hardware wallets and basically either so either <laughs> either we have a few hardware wallets uh, manufacturers fighting each other uh, secretly through fake accounts or we have a lot of people who are just random people who for some reason feel like everyone else <laughs> is uh, a secret hardware wallet employee even though they're not and it's kind of amusing I don't know which of the options is more is closer to the truth but it's kind of amusing either way well before we continue on this uh you should disclose whether you work for a hardware wallet uh, company i mean i okay so let's disclose fully i am a sock puppet of greg maxwell and does he and, work for a hardware wallet company then and greg has other sock puppets who are not me who are obviously working for hardware wallet companies some of them founded uh, hardware wallet companies actually oh wow um yeah uh, Greg controls everything, basically. Okay, uh, let's. Uh... Uh, so just to you know, clear the table. That's the. Yeah, but this kills the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like no, I, I'm not. I'm not privy to what other sock puppets of Greg Waxwell are doing. He's not. He's very strict with letting us know about other sock puppets. I thought yeah. that sock puppets were like personalities. No, I, you can be organized <laughs> if you want to. Like very physical about it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Gre Greg is a pro. You know, he's not just some guy running soft puppets. He's been doing it. For okay, years, so, so we we argued the the um, you know hardware wallet stuff, um, as in uh, affiliation. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that, that there's one thing that's interesting here, which is that um, I guess hardware wallets, like a lot of other companies in the space, they have, uh, you know, the better times and the worst times in their life cycles. And the better times are probably when, you know, there's a bull market, a lot of people are interested, a lot of people are buying them. And then there are the kind of low times. So you're saying they're bored? I'm not saying bored. I'm saying that the market is smaller now <laughs> and you have to be, you know, fighting mainly. Everyone's a lot. Everyone's more edgy, I guess, I would, because all of us already have hardware wallets. I'm not going to buy a new hardware wallet now. Why not? I already have some because I don't need any. I only have some and I, 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 I have more than just some for myself. I have some for people that I give out when they want to join Bitcoin. So I have more than enough. And and those people are not going to buy hardware wallets either because they're going to get them for me. So that's, oh, a, so you know, another, that's a problem for... Actually, there's an interesting topic there because um, there was a, one, of, one of the hot arguments uh, was affiliation. One was uh, the exploit itself um, or, you know, the, the vulnerability and, uh, and also the level of the vulnerability. And another one was uh, around support. How long, uh, you know, uh, hardware wallet manufacturer should uh, support their hardware for, right? Or the previous model, you know, and things like that. <coughs> and now, um, some people think uh, for a long time, but actually, I sort of disagree. I mean, the hardware wallet should be the mechanical thing that you use to sign stuff. Uh, for backup purposes, you should really have. Uh, piece of paper, laminated perhaps, maybe piece of metal, um, right. maybe split it uh, with uh, some sound mechanism and store it in different places, so on and so forth. There's multiple, you know, solutions there, but it's not like I would rely on the hardware wallet uh, not dying. It's hardware that can easily die, the con USB connector could break, um, the display could break, the battery could die uh, if, the, if there is a battery. Uh, the SD card reader could die. The CPU could die, uh, anything, right? Yeah. Uh, all it takes is a little bit of a spike in power uh, when used, or you know, wear and tear, keeping it in a, in a pocket and washing them. I mean, they survive usually. Don't get me wrong. They super, you know, in the, in that sense, I'm impressed. Uh, but you, you shouldn't really rely on that. Like, I wouldn't throw away the piece of paper now that I have it on a <coughs> wallet. Right, the the one with the um, mnemonic seed. And uh, the other thing that we should definitely say uh, on this show is that having a hardware wallet, any of them really, uh, it's better than uh, not having one. Uh, even with the, you know some of the issues found in one or the other, usually it's better to have one than not having. Right. Um, you know, provided that they're not terrible and, and you know no full sense of security because they don't patch the, the issues, um, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, what do you think about multi-sig? Like having a multi-sig with different wallets and then, you know, you don't trust any specific one of them. Would you, would you think in that case you would trust the seed less? and you would be fine with just having 
the three hardware wallets and replace them as needed or sorry i'm not uh, following entirely you're so you're you said that that you e still even need to with have a multi-sig like um setup yeah i still wouldn't rely on the hardware alone to not lose even though data. you have like multiple you can have them for multiple vendors too yeah look they're less likely to fail at the same time of course but uh why would that you know it's orthogonal to have a backup a piece of metal backup now you may want to have that if it's three or four or five pieces that's a lot of backups sure but you don't that you need to keep at different places look you could have a protocol uh where um you know you you don't you don't even ever have the seed outside of the hardware um and uh however you do have um, a mechanism that uh, allows you to verify once you know things are created that um you know the address belong uh, to yeah. to the right script i mean that, that everything <coughs> belongs uh, everything looks correct and uh, you, you you know you could have a protocol where simply uh, either with csv or taproot or something uh you know there's a backup or recovery mechanism uh, outside of uh, of the Dynovan multi-sig. Um, what I'm saying is, I would still have some physical uh, backup strategy or recovery strategy outside of uh, hardware wallet. Like my my worst case scenario should probably involve uh, yeah, you know, hardware failure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I see what you mean. I, I think that I agree with you. I, I don't think that, you know, if you buy a $100 device, I'm not sure it makes sense to expect the manufacturer to support it forever. Uh, how, I mean, how long can you support a $100 device? Maybe if you pay them for it, maybe if you pay like a monthly subscription service thing. fee. But do people want to pay that? Probably not. There's some privacy thing involved too. If you, um, I don't know, maybe you can do it, but it's yeah, it's a pain. Yeah, there's different expectations, right? Like if I buy a pair of earphones, maybe I don't expect a few more upgrades for them, or maybe I don't expect much. But on my right. mobile nowadays, I expect at least uh, two, three years of uh, OS upgrades, and I, right. I and I seek devices that get upgrades as soon as possible, rather than the ones that you know, get it delayed because they fuck about with the personalization and stuff. Like, I don't yeah. care. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so um, when it comes to hardware, water, you, you basically want the best. You want, um, and you want support for, for a while. I mean, they don't, I guess there's a difference, right? Uh, are we talking about adding SegWit taproot, blah, 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 a native SegWit? Uh, so on and so forth and maintaining a web wallet or an application or are we talking about simply the firmware working and uh, if, if there's bugs they fix it yeah because there's uh, completely different levels of support and uh, one big issue is that usually I don't know if they're removing support uh, I guess yes at some point but one big issue is that if they support 100 coins then they need to I if they support them at the hardware level is one thing but if they support them at their uh, you know so, so their, their own um, wallet application level then uh, presumably also means that they're running the other end of it like the backend the the full node hopefully or maybe what's the name of that ethereum company 
uh, that provides the, all the blockchain data. Um, uh, in Fiora. Yeah, that, that stuff. Maybe they even use that directly. And you know, maybe they don't use the repo full node. Maybe they connect directly to one of the validators. Because why not? Yeah. I mean, my point is, um, yeah, they have to support a, a lot of uh, stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it gets maybe expensive if uh, the device is a one-off hundred dollars. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe they can offer uh, top root features uh, as a paid upgrade. Yeah, it also no. gets hard with, uh, you know, having different software available for different devices or only if you pay. Yeah, I mean. That model, it, it's a bit harder wi when, when your software is open source as well. Maybe. You can have, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. You can just not sign it. <laughs> I, it needs to be signed. Yes, be but it, it, it's signed for some devices and not for others. I mean, right. you, you can probably enforce that with a secure element. Don't get me wrong. But without it, I doubt it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, life is hard for the hardware wall developer, but... The upside is that if there's ever a bull market again, then they're going to have billions of dollars dumped on them, which is nice too. But yeah, that's true so, for a lot so of companies. You asked me a question about multi-sig and I think we should uh, explore that a little bit more. Like, Sure. One issue at the moment is uh, that uh, generally the hardware wallet in a multi-sig scenario can basically not tell too much about uh, about the wallet. I mean, it, it can say, you know, the script type is uh, it's an N of M, uh, uh, whatever, and uh, I have one key in it, and uh, this script type is the same as the input, and so, you know, and uh, and the change it, they can basically range enforce at the bit thirty two range of uh, of the key of the change or receive addresses. So yeah. they, they can do a little bit, but. But what they cannot do is make sure that, uh, you know, uh, the other guys in the multi-sig are the same guys. And also, you know, they, they cannot do some other things. And in, in general, it would be nice. And, and I think um, script descriptors and, and Linux and other things will become super useful here. Is yeah. that you would, uh, you know, initialize the hardware wallet with uh, some descriptors that basically tell it uh, what um, it's it can it should consider valid or what shouldn't consider valid what should consider could change and what not so that basically it would validate that the other keys are actually you know uh, sub keys of some expubs that it got through the descriptor the first time and and those uh, and the descriptor is committed and uh, you know maybe maybe you have uh, you maybe you, you use the same key with another couple of multisig uh, whether it's advised or not don't know it's bad for privacy reasons but let's say you do uh, you, you you should uh, you know initialize it with that uh, descriptor as well otherwise you won't treat those addresses as a change you know it won't uh, they, won't, they won't look valid right they, they they will look like an extra output if you're using them uh, in a transaction yeah uh, whatever happens there, it needs to be something that all hardware wallets uh, kind of agree to in terms of, uh, you know, support, format, capabilities. Is that possible? That all hardware wallets agree? 
Uh, well, at this point, yes. I mean, <laughs> be because yeah. th this stuff has been done uh, in core or outside around core. So I right. think, um, you know, mostly the same, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should get interesting. Yeah, very. There are things to wait for. Well, um, yeah, I mean, uh, everything will change again, right? With uh, with uh, some of the proposals we discussed tonight. Yeah. In terms of uh, transactions you make, in terms of uh, scripts you use. Yeah. Yeah, everything keeps changing. That's why Tron is better. It's <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and also, it's is there any hardware wallet that uh, works really, really well with uh, with Lightning? I'm not sure. I mean, maybe it's not possible uh, today without the with the current power, or maybe you know, only some checks can be done in hardware. I don't know. But is there a hardware wallet can be? used with lightning is that your question well i know it's possible uh, and i know maybe um, some of them already work in some scenario but i don't know one thing is signing a transaction that's easy right uh, they already signed multi-sig transactions so a 202 it's no no big deal um, but another thing is saying you know the the hardware enforces a set of rules and maybe uh you know lets you show the state of the the, the balance of the the channel rather mm -hmm. than so i'm not sure uh, anyone is doing that yet um it'd be interesting to know you know what people are working on in that yeah sense. yeah I'm, I'm not aware of any public stuff related to that um it would be it would need to be fairly powerful right to calculate uh, the state right and and, and and either commit or keep the you know it, like the set of trans uh, previous transactions or you know things that right. it needs to verify maybe some i i don't know enough to be honest right and definitely if you want you know kind of a routing node that's always on then you would want the hardware wallet to be oh then it needs always to be connected smarter. i guess it needs to be much smarter yeah. well either you're not online like you're one of the leaf mobile wallets like right where yeah. you're only online when you spend and that's it um so you don't route anything really um uh, mm -hmm. or you fake route stuff really if anything, yep. um, then, then it's one thing, and yeah, that that thing can support a hardware wallet with the interactive process. The the other case where you route stuff, you really want your uh, the the hardware wallet to be smart enough to say, well, um, basically, I'm uh, it's a net positive thing for me. I'm only making money out of this transaction. I'm gonna sign it, and the same could be applied to CoinJar. And I've been advocating for this for a while. Like, uh, as long as I'm making money in a transaction where I have an input that it's smaller than the output that I get, you know, even by a margin, I if you choose so, right? And and then, you know, let it be, sign it. Yeah. And then you can have an automated uh, signer that is always online. And if you hack it, you still have to hack the, you know, serially connected hardware wallet to, to get to anything. It won't sign anything, as, you know, if it reduces its balance, it's not stupid. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but then I guess it needs to be a little bit smarter to know that the UTXO really exists and... Oh, right. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I haven't really studied the problem. I think uh, Slash did. Uh, 
But it may be possible. Well, if it doesn't exist, then it, you don't care, right? But uh, I don't know. But at the very least, what you could do, uh, I guess you're right. You could. It depends on the type of signature, maybe. Uh, yeah. But I guess you could always get the hardware wallet to validate that uh, it was included in a block, and that the block uh, has a valid, uh, you know, proof of work. Mm-hmm. But then you would need the hardware wallet to validate all the headers. <laughs> Good luck. Come on. Just a full node. Just a full node in a hardware wallet. What's the problem? It's doable, right? I mean, uh, maybe. But I mean, the, you, you cannot have the full node running under uh, secure elements. You can have it run under, you know, one of those uh, trust zones or Intel stuff. But I don't know. Yeah. I like uh, uh, power and Risk Five. You like what? Power, Power Nine. Pa- power. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's not really a secure element, though. No, but um, you know, it doesn't have the Intel management engine and or the ARM right. management engine or the IM- AMD management engine thing. Yeah. It's really expensive, though, right? Getting better. I mean, it's already no, it's it's already already reasonable, I think, for someone that uh, uh, in a hobbyist level, it's already reasonable. Like, I think you can get something working under two thousand dollars. I wonder if it can run a own node. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's not gonna be you know super powerful. So, what did you say? <laughs> Tron. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I said a Tron node that I, I was really happy that you played along. <laughs> it's very nice of you. I'm allowed... Listen, am I not allowed to choose one coin that I like other than Bitcoin? Just one? Isn't that the shekel? Okay, two coins. <laughs> I don't like... I don't like the shekel very much. It's better than the euro if we, if we have to debate this. You use it every year. I use it every time, all the time. I use it a lot, but it's it's it is better than the euro, Lawrence. I'm sorry to break it to you. You mean because it's uh, like plastic? It's just better to hold. It has better financial, uh, economical properties. Yeah, but it's bad for the environment. Better monetary properties. I don't care about the environment. Also, I use digi- digital shekels mostly, most of the time. Are those efficient? They're cryptocurrencies because they use cryptography. They have a TLS and other cryptographic <laughs> constructs. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So tell no, me the, one the thing. Shek- At some point, right. the shekel changed, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a many fun years story. Ago. Not that many. I mean, just a little before I was born. Um, it's not like, dec- you know, it's not like... It halved. It's much more than halved. So the, there used to be like the old shekel that was probably the 70s, I guess, when, when they made the switch. I'm the, not the sure. The Israeli pesos. Yeah, it was pretty, that, that pretty much what happened. I mean, they, the, there was hyperinflation in, in Israel and people like lost a lot of money if they held their money in shekels. I think a lot of people didn't hold their money in shekels at that time. But people who did 
lost a lot of money. It was illegal to hold uh, dollars at some point. Uh, they made it illegal at, at eventually. So no tether there. No tether, yeah. Um, and eventually they decided to kind of... <laughs> it's silly. It's one of the things that you hear about in other countries that, that you think that they're, they are ridiculous. That they say, okay, from now on, a thousand shekels is one shekel. And this will solve the problem. Yeah, and, so you, and you think it's about what it, this you'd is ridiculous. from Italy, right? Exactly, exactly. You'd say, yeah, or, or Italy, or uh, you know, you would expect that from Zimbabwe, I guess. And and, and Zimbabwe didn't or from work. From Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. And amazingly enough, in Israel, it worked. I guess there. So one thousand became one shekel. So 1,000 became one new... Sh- so 1,000 old shekels became exchangeable for one new shekel. And... Um, Not confusing still, at all. It worked. I mean, everyone exchanged their currency and the, the hyperinflation stopped. I guess that probably there were other uh, economic measures involved to stop inflation, but... Because otherwise nothing would have happened and it would just go on and would continue losing value but it helps eventually it stopped and the, the new shekel is what people use it's it's very psychological right i heard and uh, there was uh, an issue similar in brazil i think yeah yeah they did the same in brazil too yeah um yeah they have i think officially it's new new eyes in 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 brazil yeah, right now one. so um yeah i don't know somehow it's worked <laughs> and uh and people went for it. Um, I, I know that I recently, I think a few years ago, they um, kind of published the, you know, the discussions that they had in the government in the night before they made the decision. And a lot of people were actually advocating for Israel to use the U.S. dollar instead of to just drop the shekel and use officially the U.S. dollar as, a, as the official like Ecuador. instead. Yeah. Um, and this was like, this was apparently it was the favorable plans that most, you know, most representatives supported and kind of in the last minute they changed their minds. So it could have been, it was very close to have been the case that we would use the US dollars, which is pretty bad for, you know, self-sovereignty and stuff. But do you use uh, the USD a lot? Like, um, no, I, uh, I mean, not at all. Well, People, I mean, you know, when you buy things from abroad, then obviously, but you don't... Okay, what I'm saying is it's far easier for an Israeli to come across uh, USD dollars than euros in their lifetime. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. In, in, my, in my memories, uh, uh, you know, having a few dollars, uh, uh, you know, maybe a hundred yeah. or so around... It's- it used to be that people would have kept around dollars, um, but it's, I, I think it's no longer, no longer the case these days. Like it was the easiest nah, currency mean, to exchange, for example. Like if I wanted to exchange, uh, go to Israel, it, it was uh, uh, far better to go there with dollars than lira, for example. Um, it was the f- far more yeah. accepted than anything else in exchange. Yeah, so that, that, that used to be the case. I mean, look, if the best currency you can use in Israel is, is shekels. By but the second best the second best is dollars and then euros but it's it's a far second you know it's not like oh no most places if you show up with a dollar no i don't mean like a mom and pop shop or you know restaurants or whatever um maybe the most luxurious shops in tel aviv do that 
like in Milan, the most luxurious shops would probably accept USD or pounds right. uh, or, or, or Swiss francs. Um, right. Yeah. But I'm talking, yeah. about, you know, like a Gucci shop or whatever. I mean, if you buy, you know, if you're going to spend a lot of money, then they're going to be flexible, I guess, with how you pay, right? Especially if they have a high margin and their prestige yeah. and they, most of the, the customers are tourists. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's interesting how, you know, those decisions are made in kind of minutes, which is funny. They affect people for many decades, but they make the decision like in the last minute, which is funny thing. But that's how things go. They didn't choose Bitcoin. Maybe they would have chosen Bitcoin if it existed back then. I don't think so, but maybe. Yeah. There is a popular theory that the Prime Minister of Israel, Netanyahu, holds Bitcoins. He's, he has he made some very positive comments on it in the past. So there's that. Good. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. His his future is uh, unclear right now, but I I don't think we're gonna but get I, into visually politics. But I don't really think we should pick politicians based on them liking Bitcoin or not. I mean, what <laughs> is there something else that matters <laughs> about politicians? I mean, it's it's no, I'm kidding. Sh sure, it's marginally better if they do like it, but all else being equal, but otherwise uh, those are not the qualities, you know, that I look for most. Yeah. I guess there are a few other things I care about other than their affection to Bitcoin. The environment. Tron, for example, is one. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is getting old. Yeah, I know. I know. Next episode, I'll come up with something new. Next episode. Yeah. In, in six months. In six months. No, we, we, we're fine. The, the last one was less than two months ago. I think we're getting better. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, everyone agrees. Uh, everyone who stayed, look, if you're still if you're still listening right now, please please open your Twitter and just just tweet it's it's you know whatever time it is right now and I'm still listening to reckless review uh Hashtag still listening. Yeah, is That's it, it is it possible to do um, hot linking to a certain second? And why uh, are we not on YouTube yet? I never said we would be on YouTube. I'm not being paid enough to be on YouTube. Where we reject all sponsorships, I have to make money by trading Tron. Yes, so. but you, you could have a higher reach uh, on YouTube. Hmm, that's true. And then I could pump Tron stronger. I'll think about it. But but also we, we could get away <laughs> with the mixing stuff, right? We we just do it live and screw everything. Oh right. Which is basically what's going on now too. I mean I'm not editing anything. No, you're much. editing out uh, all the intelligent things I say usually. That's yeah. That's not a lot of work though. That's <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Doesn't take a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. Okay. I'm, I think we're gonna end on this very strong note. Really? Yeah. Do you have anything else? No, Let no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my Twitter violently checking for. <laughs> what's what's violently looking? How do you? <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. Ah. There's nothing. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's downtime on Twitter right now. There's nothing. Everything everything is good. That's the truth. Everything is just good. There's nothing. But to this is bad. Like it. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, like you're becoming uh, Tron softy, and uh, I love Tron. You will, I, you will love Tron sometime too. One some day. Point. Yeah. Okay. While while you're looking for the next topics to discuss, I'm gonna just end the the episode <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> So, okay, so thank you everyone for listening to this uh, extra short episode. It was only two hours this time. Oh, maybe. no. Maybe two and a half, maybe maybe one hour, one hour whatever, was something. And um, so thank you for staying with us this long. And tell Lawrence that you love Tron. That's it. Bye. Good night. Bye. <laughs>